0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Side Quest Podcast. My name is Luke, and I'm BJ, and uh, we're we're back uh,
1: after a fun uh, podcast last week. Yeah, I just finished listening to that one. Um, I had a great time recording it, and even better time listening back to it. It was editing. It was so fun because I got to like listen to the whole thing and be like, ah,
0: cool. And I I knew when the reveal was happening, so I'm like, okay, 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 okay and yeah uh bj if you guys haven't listened to it you definitely go, should it's probably
1: it's one of our best because we all just had fun with it definitely and it was our <laughs> first episode with two guests at once
0: yeah we had uh we had our, our boy matt like usual and then we had a uh, friend tyler who uh we have met through matt because he's a uh, matt's roommate yeah and so he's he kind of he kind of Kind of grandfathered himself into the the group. Well, like, I mean, like... Every, every Tuesday, yeah, he was just kind of there. And so I feel we like, like
1: every time I meet someone through Matt, they're always, like, the chillest person ever. Oh, yeah, so like... So I'm going to keep just adopting all of Matt's friends.
0: Tyler, Tyler definitely is, like, one of the most chill, like, I think friends I've made in a while, just because, like, he's very, like, kind of just... Oh yeah, dude, absolutely. He has the sage wisdom of an old man, but he's younger than any of us. <laughs> dude, that freaks me the fuck out when he's like, "Oh yeah, he's he's like what, what was it? He's like 21, 22,
1: 21, 22." Yeah, I was like, "No fucking way." Yeah.
0: You look at him and go, "No, it's obviously 25." Yeah. Yeah, no, I was like I was like, "Damn, bro. I'm getting old." <laughs> but anyway, it's a good podcast. You should listen to it and hear live in 4K. BJ break
1: Matt's heart Yeah Matt was very disappointed And you can tell when his like tone Changes for the rest of the episode (laughs) Well it's so (laughs) funny
0: It's funny to hear him Talk about how great the movie was And all that stuff and then then hear BJ I fucking hated it (laughs) The shock Was just so like gratifying Both Tyler and Matt were like He's joking right and like you can see Like the longer BJ goes Like oh he's not joking (laughs) It was so funny because like, I, I, so you obviously heard it in the last podcast, but it was so fun to, to sit on that for a whole week, yeah. talking to Matt on text and saying, oh, I'm hyped for this Dune podcast, guys. I'm so, and we're like,
1: yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> There was a text conversation where I I just like sent a message out of the blue I was like guys I cannot stop thinking about Tuesday and Matt was like oh dude me either I'm so excited and I was like no I'm so excited
0: (laughs) I read that text and like legit audibly laughed I think at work and I was like oh great here we go (laughs) Oh man it was it was definitely one of our most fun podcasts Now we're back to the normal grind back to just doing our normal stuff
1: and uh Let's start off, BJ. What have you been playing? Well, I haven't really been playing much besides a ton of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Um, <coughs> that Switch port finally hit like two years after. So uh, I've been diving really deep into that. I, um, I always like am very hesitant to talk about how much I actually love Dragon Ball games. Um, more than I like watching the anime for Z. I mean, to be fair, I think Dragon Ball has had consistently
0: better games. Yeah. Like, Budokai, obviously. Um, they had, like, a DS RPG. Um, there's, obviously, Fighter Z. Legacy of Goku, back on the GBA. Yeah. They've been doing it for a long time. Xenoverse. But, um... I remember when Xenoverse first came out, and people were, like, freaking the fuck out about it.
1: I still have the, uh... There was a thing at GameStop a couple years ago, back in the PS3 days, where if you had enough points, you could get physical stuff on their website. I still have that original Xenoverse poster above my bed. Hell yeah. Um, But, like, Kakarot kind of takes all the elements of all the Dragon Ball games that I've liked over the years and kind of mashes them into one thing. Well,
0: because it's... Kakarot is an RPG, Mm -hmm. but it's like an action RPG, but it still has that arena fighter kind of feel. Because, like yeah dude when that game is so fun because i played it when it first came out um on my xbox and that game is so fun in how it makes you control goku and whoever else and like the open world kind of open world areas are really fun to explore mm-hmm. although after a while you just start getting that collectathon brain of like i gotta get all the orbs well see
1: i i went really hard on the orbs at the beginning of the game until I had like 20,000 of each different kind. So now every time a new path on the skill tree unlocks, I'm just like boom, 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 boom. Um, and I'm not really losing many orbs because I'm doing all these fights as well. But um, it takes the best elements from every Dragon Ball game. And I really enjoy that. Like the, uh, the whole like free roaming thing is Gohan really, really reminded me of Legacy of Goku 2. Um, they took a page out of FighterZ's book and did the 2D animations on top of 3D models for a lot Mm. of the scenes, and it just looks really fucking pretty. Um, where I am in the game now, I just got back from Namek, so I'm in that intermission where Vegeta has the bad man shirt, and you're just flying around doing side quests and everything. Um, I finally was able to beat the red enemies in the desert area, which are like challenge missions or whatever, and once you beat the first round, it's like robots, and you have to beat... Nappa and Raditz and then Nappa, Raditz and Vegeta and then once you do that it shows somewhere off in the distance the villains from Xenoverse are actually summoning these characters and there's a plot reason for them to be there so I was like holy shit this is like some Avengers level like crossover stuff here and that made me really really happy so it's a great game
0: uh, yeah i definitely recommend if you're a dragon ball fan try it out because i think it's fun but i i had this epiphany the other day because i was watching i was rewatching some dragon ball like og dragon ball scenes mm. that show is really like problematic nowadays yeah <laughs> like holy shit bro there's this like bulma in general was just all right sex jokes all
1: around and I'm like holy fuck dude there's that scene in like the second episode where Goku just slaps her in the pussy yeah no like bro I'm like
0: what the fuck and then like yeah Goku's like 12 or even less like younger than that yeah and Bulma's like what she's 14 to 16 yeah and it's like the shit they're doing to a fourteen to sixteen year old. And then there wasn't there the the part in Dragon Ball Z where she has to flash Roshi to No, a that Dragon was. Ball? Or is that OG that Dragon Ball? That was very like early in Dragon yeah. Ball. So yeah, OG Dragon Ball, I remember I was watching going, Holy fuck, this man, I'm glad it's a product of its time. But
1: man, they couldn't do this today. Yeah, I uh I actually still have some of my old Dragon Ball VHS tapes. And if you want some like real like aesthetic shit, watch Dragon Ball on VHS because that's like, it, it's very like I don't know how to explain it. It puts you back in that time.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's like I, I mean I wish we still had them, but I had VHSs of the original trilogy mm. of Star Wars, and they had like this. And granted, it's it's annoying to have to sit through because like they put an entire like interview. With George Lucas before the movie. Yeah. So, like, I had to, like, fast forward through the whole interview and then start Star Wars. And I was like, all right, cool. But,
1: like, now that I'm older, I would love to sit down and watch those interviews. Yeah, like, that's that's one of the greatest things about VHS is sitting down and, like, watching through all the stupid little previews. With the coming soon to home video and all that shit. And it just like, it's a teleporter back to that time. Yeah, because nowadays you can just hit skip on Mm. every single one of them. I don't want to see this fucking Limu emu ad.
0: Yeah. I don't know, dude. That that time was such a weird. Like,
1: they've really moved
0: convenience. Yeah. Because, like, as much as I love, like, because I I still love the aesthetic of a VHS. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there was a. I want to print one out again for my Dark Souls 3 I have here, but I had, for PS4, I had a Dark Souls 3 cover mm. that you could get from From Software site that was like an old horror movie VHS cover. That's and I'm dope. like, this is the sickest shit. <laughs> and so that was my Dark Souls 3 cover for so long because I was like, nah, fuck, I don't want an original cover. This shit looked way better and like it was so cool. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, but yeah, I I love that aesthetic. That's why I love the Stranger Things, like. Oh yeah, just, their, yeah, that their whole they They're DVD aesthetic. box sets. Oh, they're so good. They're so nice. Like I bought I think I don't know where it is in here, but I bought uh Stranger Things season 1 like Blu-ray mm. and it's still in like the VHS cover and I'm like, "Oh, this it is It looks so like it's like got the little paper tears on the edges and everything. It's so like aesthetically pleasing. I want more people to do that cuz like horror movies nowadays just look like shit. It's just like dark. Yeah with like creepy letters where it's like i want i want some like night of the ghouls type shit take it back to like evil dead 2 type shit yeah like i it's why i hate like the saw movies yeah like because sure the the movies are just torture porn but then at the same time like the aesthetic of them all are just really just gross yeah whereas like i really like I, i wish i want the old school horror
1: vhs's this aesthetic back because those are cool. Oh, uh, speaking of old school aesthetic, I bought something um, recently that I need to tell you about. Ooh. They came out with a 25th anniversary tin of the first six Animorphs books <laughs> Oh my gosh. with their original covers. Um, and like I said, I've been watching that Animorphs video every single night to fall asleep now, so my brain just associates Animorphs with comfortability yeah um so i bought that box set and then the books are really nice i'm hoping that at mckay's today i can find a couple more <laughs> yeah i my my whole reason for wanting to go to mckay's is because i was like thinking of that whole anime
0: section they have and i'm mm-hmm. like i want to
1: buy more blu but uh i got some good old like tokyo pop stuff up there too
0: oh yeah no I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna hopefully find some a good haul today plus i got some stuff i need to sell mm-hmm. but um yeah, no. Animorphs is weird because all I know about it is I never read them, but I picked up the book to flip the pages mm-hmm. to see the little transformation on the page, and I was like, ah, that's funny. That was all I know about Animorphs, and then apparently the lore of Animorphs is some fucking weird shit. the
1: The main theme of Animorphs is um, the horrors of war, uh, body horror, and dysmorphia, and um, child soldier themes uh but sick the the writer of this book has gone on to say that like in interviews they people ask like why did you write Animorphs? what was the message and she just says i just wanted to teach kids how cool animals were <laughs> which is kind of fucked up <laughs> well i also i love that like
0: that to me is the funniest thing cuz it shows that like oh hey like, people will look into things a lot and be like, no, this is what it means. This is what it means. And then you go to the person, and it's
1: like, no, I just like that thing. Yeah, that was cool. It's like those old memes that are, like, uh, about the great Gatsby that we all had to read in high school. Yeah, and Like, oh, the curtains are white. Oh, no, the curtains symbolize purity and angelicness and everything. But F. Scott Fitzgerald was just like, no, they're just fucking white curtains. Well, it's like a thing where, like, uh, what was
0: it, like, a lot of the, like, anime nerds who try to, like... They try to say, like, no, well, there's a reason the main character's boobs are so big. Yeah. It's because it means this. And then you go to the author. I like big titties. I like big titties. Yeah. And I like touching big titties. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, that's the reason. No, I I, it's I love I love those moments where it's like, oh, what, what does it mean? What is it?
1: I don't know. I thought it was cool. Yoko Taro wrapped up in one statement. <laughs>
0: no, okay. Yoko Taro is, he has a message, but at the same time, it's also just, yeah, but I also just like thighs. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's like, God dang it, you motherfucker! I want Yokotaro and Kojima to make a game. That would I want be those the most two insane, insane just, shit. I want those two to just sit down and brainstorm and see what the fuck happens. It would just be like,
1: it wouldn't even really be a game. You would just hit buttons on the controller and things would change before your eyes.
0: <sighs> a near Metal Gear crossover, Metal near, Metal near. <laughs> 2B has the solid snake headband and the beard.
1: <laughs> Emotions are forbidden. All right. Well, anything else you've been playing slash watching slash doing? No, nah, I've just been balls deep in Kakarot and uh, a little bit of watching F is for Family. That's still great. Apparently, the last season comes out this month. Nice. So that's awesome.
0: I I, need, I really want to get into that show because I've seen like clips and then like a couple episodes. But yeah, I that show seems like right up my alley. It's
1: genuinely funny, and the plot, like, it's not like a family guy where week to week you can just watch it and be like, oh, I don't fucking care about this plot. Yeah. Like, the characters evolve and grow, and there's callbacks and everything to earlier episodes. So, there's actually, like, some continuity there. Sweet.
0: Well, for me, uh, I've been watching a lot more anime. Um, I don't, I forget what I was watching the last time we did the podcast. I
1: think you had taken a break from Bleach catch up on Demon Slayer
0: okay so from that point then uh, after
1: Demon Slayer uh, what the hell did I watch I'm watching a lot Um, I came in today, and the chair that I usually sit on was just stacked high with manga. I've been buying a lot of manga. I'm I I plan to collect uh like full
0: full series. I want to get all the Persona Five because it was the first manga series I started collecting Mm -hmm.
1: because I like Persona Five. I'm waiting Um, for all of them to come out, and then I'm gonna read through all of them. You have to play Strikers finally. (laughs)
0: You you might have. I mean, I'll probably just borrow them because, like, at that point, I feel like it's gonna be a long one Mm because the anime. Is one season, but it's like twenty something episodes to get through the whole game, mm. and it's obviously all the main points. But, uh, I have, I've been yeah, I've been reading a lot of manga. I, I don't know if I said this last week, but I I I read and finished Chainsaw Man. Oh yeah, you did say like that a, on the last episode. That is phenomenal. I thought it definitely so Chainsaw Man. You kind of have to stick with because at first it appears to be just come, just some like monster of the week type of thing well not even that just like some gross shock like shock and awe type of like horror-esque violence Mm -hmm. because like within the in the first chapter the main character gets cut to pieces and thrown into a dumpster and you're like fuck and then when he gets his powers he just rips into a zombie demon and a bunch of zombified yakuza very violently might i add damn and yeah so it's like ah cool uh but no it you you definitely have to get through it a little bit because like i would say you start one like it, it kind of gets you in with that like dark humor aesthetic mm-hmm. and then once that starts to get a little old it starts to put some heart in there and then it flows really well and then the ending is a big mind fuck of like oh shit like it's so good and ironically uh they as uh According to the author, once you get once you finish Chainsaw Man, because he's like, "Oh yeah, Chainsaw Man's finished," you get to the end, and it's end of arc one. Yeah, and it's like, oh, cool. So then, yeah, part two is gonna come out at some point. I'm very excited for that because yeah, it's so good. I'm also so excited for the anime.
1: The anime, I I've rewatched that trailer like 50 times now. It looks so clean.
0: Knowing. All of those scenes now, because they're showing some stuff that's like late in the in the thing. So I'm wondering how many episodes this is getting. Mm -hmm. I hope to God it gets like a good, like, I want a JoJo type season where it's like 30 episodes, Mm -hmm. so that we could get like the whole thing. Um, because man, there's some good scenes uh, that I really want to see, and some I don't want to see because you know it's gross. But hey, we got to get the lesbian orgy in there. We got to get course i, I want to see denji fucking kick this dude's nutsack in with his boy aki because it's hilarious and pretty much i just want to see power do shit mm-hmm. she's the most she's like she's equivocally what you consider best girl although she's slightly racist towards humans <laughs> it's hilarious because like denji says that she's like why don't you want to go hang out with power he's like she's a racist <laughs> and i'm like i love this manga so much
1: Speaking of manga, actually, I just remembered that I have been reading the chapters of My Hero as they come out. I am ca- slowly catching up to that because I'm re- I'm
0: reading that and Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, how do you how do you like uh,
1: My Hero? The current little arc is kind of weighing on me a bit because I, you know, I'm waiting for these week to week. Mm-hmm. So like the whole Star and Stripe thing, I don't have any connection to this character. Just fighting Shigaraki. And it feels like she's probably going to die anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> in the in the last panel of the last chapter, like, she's not making it out of this one. But, like, I just don't have any connection to that character. Like, her quirk is very cool, and they, they have to explain, like, what it does and how it works very fast. Because, you know, she's just going to be in this one little arc, it seems. So, um... I think they're just trying to build up to, oh, Shigaraki's going to get another big quirk. But they could have just explained that away as a hero that, you know, he got to before. And I just want to see the fucking Dobby fight. You keep building it up. Just give it to me now. <laughs> I, I'm i excited because didn't uh, Hirokoshi
0: said it's almost over? Yeah, he uh, at the, what did they call it?
1: The it jump, jump Fest, fest last year. year. Oh, was it this year? Because this year I think they're doing one as well. Might have been last maybe year, maybe it was last year, but uh, he went on stage and was like, Yep, thanks for reading the thing, it's almost over, see you later. And everybody was like, Wait, what?
0: Yeah, so I, th- I think my hero's gonna have probably like two more seasons after five. Yeah, maybe. I think so. I don't, I mean, I don't know how we'll see. I mean, who it makes a shit ton of money. So, is this season already over? Five, yes, okay, This because World Hero Mission was like the
1: cap of like, All right, season five's over, here's a movie, okay, so. Past that, I know there will be one season of the... No
0: spoilers, but where... I, I didn't finish season five. Did season five get to the part where Deku dips from... No, that's... Okay.
1: That's way
0: far okay, so off, I think. That, do you think that's going to happen next season or is it going to be the season
1: after? From, if I'm... If I have seen all of it, which I think I have, it ends with the um, the villains and the liberation army kind of meshing together, mm. and that's basically the end of it. And then the next season will be Hawks, you know, doing his thing, and then them. I assume it's probably going to end the next season with them about to start the raid, which uh, Chainsaw Man is a part of. <laughs> So uh, we'll see how they adapt that and if they throw him in there. I hope so. I just want to see my boy, Denji, just in in one little panel. I'm like, ah, there he is. It would be cool if they, because uh, there's a lot of fights in that part. So if they just throw him in the background cutting some people up, that'd be pretty sick. I... God, I'm so excited for Chainsaw man. Just because it's by the Jujutsu Kaisen boys. Like, God, haven't read any of that either. Dang, bro. Have you seen the anime? I haven't seen anything of Jujutsu Kaisen besides, like, Twitter fan art that keeps popping up okay, for me so first and foremost Yuji's a great protagonist uh I,
0: God, I can't forget her name because uh, it's it's uh, the main girl of the group is pretty much what I wanted Sakura to be oh that's nice because one already in the first season she has moments where I'm like oh fuck yeah Hell
1: she's yeah. awesome
0: and uh, I haven't read the manga but she might be gay but also might not be I don't know because Japan likes to have their characters weirdly close yeah and then go but no they're really just friends Kingdom so Hearts. yeah <laughs> any anime uh, no but like I don't know I it's uh but no Jujutsu Kaisen's great the characters are cool the world is really interesting it's also just really creative like how they built that whole world up mm-hmm. um and then the fact that Yuji, uh, it is canon that this man loves women like Jennifer Lawrence. Nice. I'm just like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I, God, it's so good. It's got that just right amount of like humor, mm-hmm. but then like it gets serious, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. And then the fights are great. Holy shit, the fights are amazing. That's the thing I watched before. After uh, Demon Slayer, it was Jujutsu Kaisen. So that's oh, nice. there we go. Sweet, we brought it back. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen's great. Um, the movie's coming out soon, I think too. The prequel movie. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that. And uh, yeah, Mappa's Mappa's killing it, bro. They're now they're gonna do Chainsaw Man, and I'm like, oh yes, hell yeah. But uh, another So yeah, I am currently uh, watching Tokyo Ghoul over again. Uh, season one's great. I don't think season two is as bad as people say it is, but it's still not the best. And I'm currently on season three. So we'll see where I go there. But right now, season three kind of, it's less of the horror aspect that the first two are. And this one is more like, okay, but here's Heisei and his little band of half ghouls that he's got. And they're just all nice buddies. And yeah. so it's very slice of life-esque with action, but then like little horror backdrops. i like, I cannot wait. For the the like the string to snap, and it goes and it goes back to Tokyo Ghoul shit, because apparently the manga is kind of similar, where mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah it's it's the Quinks because that's what they're called, and it's like no they're they're all buddies and they're friends and they're fighting ghouls and then but like there's little elements of, but Heise is kind of insane and oh but the ghouls are oh this thing and then like snap it goes back to being it's the horror action
1: manga you remember it being and I'm like good good I cannot wait because that like OG Tokyo Ghoul season one gave me such a like impending sense of dread almost every single episode with like you know he gets captured oh he's gonna get eaten by all these other ghouls and it's gonna be fucked up and you know awful and, and then, like, the torture from Jason and everything, that was just fucked up. And, and then, then how they end it with the
0: theme song playing and he's beating the shit out of them. Dude,
1: that the that ending, gave me chills. The ending to
0: Tokyo Ghoul nails it so fucking hard that, like, the ending alone makes me want to give it a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But it does have some pacing issues throughout the, the show, so I'm like, I get it. But, like,
1: god dang it. Fuck, the, the ending's uh, so good yeah and great characterization all the way through too for the side characters main characters everybody gets their moment i think
0: i want to know by the way because it's a it's a very glaring problem when in tokyo Girl season one uh Kaneki says he's gonna destroy algiri tree right or, he, or something to win rize is like fucking with his head mm-hmm. and then in season two i'm gonna go join him yeah and i'm like Huh? Which one of your dumbass writers decided that was a good idea after blatantly
1: stating, nah? Yeah. (coughs) See, in my head, it's like Tokyo Ghoul was one season and then nothing else ever happened and it stayed perfect. (laughs) I I definitely recommend reading the manga. uh, Because, yeah, like for one, the arcs are
0: switched. Mm. So the first arc you get is Hinami and her mom. The second arc is the gourmet. Mm. Whereas in the anime, gourmet's first... I think think works better? Cause uh, the kind of that the way the manga explains uh, Kaneki and Toka's relationship is way better, because you actually get moments where like, hey, they're being friendly and still kind of antagonistic to each other, but then like you have the entire point of hinami, so like Toka kind of realizes Kaneki's not a bad person, like he's not a selfish human. Because of the whole Hinami stuff, and then the gourmet happens. So then, when when Kaneki like, hey, bite me, get power, it means more because mm-hmm. you've had all that character growth between the two of them. And then we get to he gets captured, and Toka goes more ape shit in the manga where she's like, no, 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 we gotta get him back. And so they they really develop these two like one kind of okay, there's friendship, there's trust, now there's some love in there, and then let's take that shit away. <laughs> and then Tokyo Re, which where I'm at in the anime. I, I can't wait to read the manga for it, because where they're at in the anime is like, do you know what happens in RE? By the way,
1: I've watched like the first couple of episodes, and I was just like, what the fuck is so this? So do you know, do
0: you know the twist of Heisei?
1: Then no, I don't
0: think so. Do you care
1: if I spoil it? Go for
0: it. It's gonna be a while before I get to Tokyo Ghoul. Heisei is Kaneki. Oh, and that's why their Kaneki's in his head is because they the CCG when they got him after season two uh or wherever the manga ended as well they just fucked his memories up Mm. and and now made him a half ghoul who fights other ghouls because like no it's for the good of mankind or whatever and he meets like a lot of you know the ccg's like uh akira mato the daughter of the crazy fucker Mm. in season one she uh she's his like subordinate uh chizuru the stitchy boy Yeah, He's, like, friends with Heisei. He's like, oh, Heisei, hi, whatever. And, like, he's all nice with all these, you know, doves that he, like, not hated in the first one, but, like, was scared of. Now he's just all friends with. And there's a scene where he goes, I don't want my old memories back because I love the family that I've made now. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's going to hurt ten times worse when when I know they're going to bring him back. Yeah. Because, like, I've seen one scene and it was when Kaneki is like
1: back fully and he like beats the shit out of a guy and i'm like oh god i cannot wait see that just you explaining that to me has me really hyped to read the manga now well the manga is way better
0: just all, all around like i don't think two is as bad as people say it is but it's definitely not as good as season one season one was way season two turned what tokyo ghoul was which was like a more it was less about the uh the action or about the tension and the dread like you were talking about Mm -hmm. season two just went let's make it action right it's all action the ghouls are gonna fight and Kaneki's like and granted when Kaneki goes ape shit with the centipede tails that was sick as fuck yeah but like
1: come on you know (laughs) i one thing that i'll give tokyo ghoul is i think even for the first season more satisfying than the adaptation that was dead man wonderland I never saw that. It, I, th- I think it's worth watching just for the OP alone. Oh yeah, the, the opening's great. The manga goes above and beyond what the anime ever tried to do with it. So well, did it? Was the manga finished when the anime went out, or? Uh no, I believe it was on hiatus, and then they did one season of the anime, and, and just none kinda, of your questions ever get answered, and then they never did anymore. <laughs> I want it's one I want to read because like that
0: that whole idea is so interesting, like. Hey, you're the only survivor of an entire attack in your in your school. You're going to a prison. And everyone thinks that you did it. Yeah, it's so cool. I, I thought, like, because I watched the first few episodes, mm-hmm. and it was at a time where I was, like, just trying different anime. And I for whatever reason, at the time, the first three episodes just didn't hit me. I was yeah. like, whatever. It was that and Future Diary I both dropped. Like, because, like, I was just like, nah. Future Diary Drop because I just hate that creepy Yandere shit. Yeah. So I was like, I'm good. I'd, I'm super okay with not watching this and just moved on. Uh, but, yeah, know, I actually really love Tokyo Ghoul. Like, I'm, I'm reading the manga while I'm watching it. Oh, nice. So, like, so I can kind of compare and contrast. And, yeah, the manga is very different.
1: That's a unique experience that I haven't had before. I'll usually either binge through either the manga or the anime and then go to the other i mean to be fair i am
0: farther in the anime because it's just it's way more condensed right because both series of tokyo Ghoul, tokyo Ghoul and tokyo Ghoul re are about 140 chapters each mm. so like they had to fit that in fucking 24 episodes i well, could knock that out in a day of reading I, I did all of vigilantes in a day <laughs> I, I i did chains i mean chains of man took me like eight hours great yeah. it was spread out but i still was able to finish it within like eight hours because it was It's only 97 chapters for that one,
1: but I think I'm going to start collecting that one physically now, because if it's all like, this is one arc, I can just get through it and
0: you, now's a good time because you can buy the first seven and then eight, nine, 10, 11 are coming out. Nice. So you can get the first few and then get the next as they release. So I'm probably going to do that. The problem is that like, I don't know, Amazon's weird with buying shit because like, the Tokyo Ghoul ones. That's why I had to buy both sets from the same seller. Mm-hmm. Cause they're they're from, they're not from the U.S. but they're English. It's the same translation. I'm pretty sure. Even if it's not, I just want to have physical copies of them. But right. the uh, it doesn't say like Sig on the top or whatever the the company is. It's it's a different spiral. Oh, uh, like thingy. a different publishing yeah. company. Yes. So I knew if I bought Tokyo Ghoul. From them and then bought the box set At Barnes and Noble for RE I'd be like fuck
1: it's gonna piss me off Yeah, that, all the same. That's that's my biggest thing with Buying manga is like You know I had all the Kingdom Hearts books for a while And then Tokyo Pop dropped it And it got picked up by that other publisher And now I have to rebuy all the Kingdom Hearts well, ones It's the same thing with Chainsaw Man Chainsaw Man is
0: Shonen Jump mm-hmm. but god forbid you buy, like, a box set on eBay or someone else because it's from another fucking country. Yep. And then if I want to buy from Barnes & Noble, they say Shonen Jump on the top. and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So, but no, I'm going to I'm gonna get all of Chainsaw Man at some point because that is what I definitely want to have physically. Uh, it's so good. Hell yeah. Um, but I've also been playing a little bit of Guardians of the Galaxy. Not enough to really talk about, but uh, I'm getting a lot of Devil May Cry vibes from it. In the, really? In the terms of, like, so it's an action game. So I'm dodging and shooting and doing the things. And right on the side, it has a style meter. Oh. And it goes incredible. And the meter starts feeling uncanny. And I'm sitting here going, hey, yo, bro, I'm, I'm home.
1: That's really I'm interesting. Home. I it's, didn't know
0: that. And then it's, since it's the Guardians, it's Quips every fucking time. And of course. And then you as Peter, so you play as Peter Quill. Hmm. And you get to kind of make decisions some big, some small, but like some are like, hey, side with Rocket for this argument, side with uh, Gamora for this argument. And it will actually lead to some things later, mm-hmm. apparently. Because right now, I'm just, they're kind of teaching you, like, you, you can let the dialogue go, but sometimes they'll give you a prompt. And if you hit X, it gives you two options to pick one to, like, also jump into a conversation. Interesting. So it's really cool. So, like, some of them, like, I've been very adamant, like, I'm playing as what I think Peter Quill would do, which is. Like, Gamora goes, what happened? Nothing, no, totally t- wrong. And then Rocket's like, who got to that one? You motherfucker, what, what happened? <laughs> like, him and Rocket are going to have more of a rivalry to me. He's going to be very, like, scared of Gamora. Like, right. scared horny. Um, But, like, I love it so far. It's really fun. And, like, I've kind of got a little... I like I got the first ability, which is if you for Peter, which is uh, you get to like fly around and shoot And so far combat seems really fun and like the dodging too because you can dodge and attack and stuff It's it's actually pretty solid So I'll have more to say on that next week because I do plan to like try to finish this Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, I played played a little bit of Fortnite last night with uh, the boys from work Uh, We got a dub I didn't contribute at all Um, (laughs) I'm not good at
1: Fortnite I've realized Because I don't I don't build I mean I I generally never build either Unless I'm trying to like Up a teammate But I don't Fuck with it
0: I'm I'm not good Like my my friend Luis Can like fucking Crank some shit Right And I'm like God dang How do you And he's on a controller (laughs) How the fuck (laughs) I think he is He might be on mouse keyboard By now I don't know But I'm like Fuck that dude I can't do that
1: shit yeah, that's but, too much for me.
0: But I, I and even I can barely shoot either, <laughs> so whatever. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I've been doing. Uh, anything else you want to? Uh, nah, that's that's pretty much it for me. All right, I'm gonna have this one be the last one because I think that's what the topic is. All right, um, this one's from Xbox Era, the podcast, mm-hmm. the classic action RPG, Arcs Fatalis, the first ever game developed by Arcane Studios was rated in Brazil a couple days ago for the original Xbox, meaning it's probably going to be backwards compatible nice. for Xbox One. I've never played the game, but more Arcane is always good for me. I, yeah. love, I love their their style, and I'm very interested to, to see what their first game was. Um, Now we just got to get that Dark Sorcery, Might and Magic, or whatever the fuck that game is on there too, because that's also Arcane.
1: Yeah, that uh, one—that's the one that's been like delayed out the ass, right?
0: No, no, no. So that is uh, a—it's an older like PC slash 360 title. Uh, At first, when I when I saw it, it gave me like Oblivion vibes, like that's how shit the graphics were. But then, like it's it's like a first person, you know, sword magic stuff. Um, Funhouse played it, and it was fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Because I got it was the funniest uh, quote. Um, from James because they're they're making a, a joke about the announcer or the narrator guy being gay, and he's like, "I have a riddle for you. I want his cum. Gimme!" <laughs> <laughs> I was I died laughing. So Damn. it's so. Oh god! I, lo- I love I love I love OG Funhouse, but that game needs to go there too because it's a good one. Uh, but yeah, new uh, Arcs Fatalis. So cool, epic. Um, an interview uh hints here that. Hogwarts Legacy will probably come out sometime after the Fantastic Beasts movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Just from a marketing standpoint. I have never been less excited for a movie. Who do you think, uh, from Harry Potter, they're going to put in the WB fighting game? (laughs) Dobby. Fuck yeah.
0: (laughs) I was like, I'm thinking like... Do I want to answer truthfully or funny? And I said, oh, there's an answer for both. Dobby. S-tier
1: Dobby. S-tier Dobby. No, I think probably I'll just probably throw Harry in there. I could see them doing like Harry and Voldemort and maybe, uh, what's his name? Dumbledore? Gandalf's brother. Dumbledore? Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, Dumbledore probably the easiest one. Uh, I I mean, I say go fucking weird with it. Get, Yeah, get Dobby yeah that'd be hilarious or hagrid he's big He just fucking dude Hagrid whop. would be a bruiser yeah i god i'm actually excited for this stupid fucking game that might not exist <laughs> i hope to god did you see the the little list that i showed you of all the characters
1: yeah i saw the um the character select icons yeah. too i thought that was funny as well right. ultra instinct shaggy better be in the fucking game <laughs> ultra instinct shaggy versus like bijou mode uh dobby i uh
0: did I tell you about the Mortal Kombat animated movie that made that, like, canon? Yeah, I actually
1: yeah. Uh, saw that on uh, TikTok, I think. It came up, and I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> and then it was. Yeah, no, that's what's so funny is that, like, WB was like, this will be funny. And they made it a thing. There's going to be some kind of official crossover there eventually. Well, oh, that has got to be. Well, because
0: like, that was the thing. Someone made, like, a, a a gag about Ultra Instinct Shaggy, and, like, Ed Boon was like, God, I wish. <laughs> Like, cause he thought it would be hilarious to put Shaggy in the game and have him be like way too OP. Right. But like they couldn't. And then we we missed out on Omni-Man. So, just Xenoverse 3, make that one of the DLC
1: missions. You mean Injustice 3? No, Xenoverse. Oh, Xenoverse. Like, oh, there's a terrible power. Someone has it's to go stop Omni-Man. It. <laughs> Omni-Man and Ultra Instinct Shaggy are breaking the multiverse. I, I still hope to God that 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 list for Injustice 3 is, is true, because if we get Invincible... Me too, man. I will lose my shit. And I told Devani about it, and she was really happy about Zatanna too. I think that's going to be like her and... Um... Well, Zatanna was was, uh, was a DLC
0: for the first game, mm-hmm. but I think if she's a day one in this next one, I think cause Injustice 3 seems like it's going to try some magic shit. Yeah. So having Constantine, Zatanna, uh, not Trigon, the... Etrigan. Dude. Yes, I think it's gonna be good. So we're gonna have some Justice League dark shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited for Magical Boys. I just like Constantine. Yeah. Like I'm be real, this is, uh, he's the coolest character like DC has in my opinion. He's fucking awesome. This is the only reason I watch Legends of Tomorrow still. It's because that motherfucker is in it. And I like, gonna Hell put yeah.
1: Detective Chimp in Injustice. Oh. Ooh,
0: <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Make him the pre-order character. Fuck yeah! I'd pre-order in Heartbeat. All right, uh, Skydance Media, which is Amy Henning's new studio, the the woman who brought us Uncharted. She was part of Naughty Dog before. Uh, She might be doing a game with Marvel that is either Ant Man or Fantastic Four. Okay. So Marvel, Marvel hitting. They're trying to get some video games out. We're getting um we're getting uh we had Ultimate Alliance three. We're getting uh, Midnight Suns, which got delayed by the way. Midnight Suns got delayed till further in twenty twenty two. So sad, but whatever. Um. Guardians of the Galaxy just dropped. Avengers happened. And uh, yeah, I think
1: Amy Henning doing a Marvel game is great. I think an Ant-Man game would be great. Like, I feel like these Marvel games work better with a smaller cast of heroes. Yeah, no, well, that's kind of been my biggest thing is like, if you're going to make an Avengers
0: game. Like, I get what they did was, okay, it's an Avengers game, but it's Camilla Khan's story. Right, At that point, I would have just made a game about Camilla Khan and have the Avengers appear
1: in it. Exactly, yeah. But, like, again, I'm not a game dev, so I, I can't make that shit. Yeah, but I think a solo Ant-Man adventure, you could do a lot of crazy stuff with the game design there. Well, and, and, and she's the one who did Uncharted, so, like, imagine having, like, traversal
0: shit with Ant-Man shrinking and writing an ant and doing all sorts of other stuff. You gotta, then, like, do some
1: Uncharted platforming on some, like... School teacher's desk or something. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. Yeah,
0: I I think it'd be I I I would love an Ant Man game. I, don't, I we have Guardians now and then Avengers, so I'd say give us more solo heroes right now.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because like as much as I'd, I think I'd like a Fantastic Four game, let's just keep it to the.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very wary about <laughs> hero teams at the moment. Yeah, Guardians but, is good, but, but Wolverine yeah. though, ooh, that's God. gonna be
0: tight. I'm so excited for that one. I also showing Insomniac
1: doesn't fucking rest. I want to know how many people they have hired because they're doing a lot. It's it's funny that they call themselves Insomniac because they clearly do not sleep. Oh,
0: of course not. Making fucking Ratchet, Spider Spider Man, Wolverine, and some and some VR shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they have way too many projects going on that are all going to come out within the f- next few years. Yeah. All right. Uh, Elden Rings Collector's Edition is leaked. Um, it looks cool. Ooh, yeah! I'm showing BJ the picture. It's got a really sick statue. That is a
1: really nice statue, and that art book looks great.
0: I'm very excited for the art book. This kind of shit is what I want art books for, because of how like breathtaking these worlds are. Yeah, Um, the steel book looks sick. It's got that like fire thingy, whatever. Um, Statue of. Millenia, Milady. <laughs> Fuck, I hate <laughs> that shit. Um, it's got a soundtrack, so that's good. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna get this one.
1: It looks nice. I uh I recently saw a little bit of the gameplay footage from it of someone playing as like the mage class. Yeah, and it. It looks fucking sick. You can do some, like, bleach Quincy shit with these astral arrows. I've never
0: been more excited for a FromSoft game than I am for Elden Ring because of just, like, the vibe they're going for it, which is more open world, but also more action. Yeah. Like, that's what's cool is, like, it seems like we're getting, like, a lot cooler shit than, like, the normal Dark Souls shit. And I'm like good make it more anime that's all I get like make let me be able to do some goofy ass overpowered shit because it's cool yeah for sure but i yeah i'm I'm always down for the from soft game I think they nail it every single time all right uh one last news story but this is uh this will be uh, this is gonna be uh the topic or around it I guess mm-hmm the first crossover for Call of Duty Vanguard is going to be from Attack on Titan. All right. <laughs> that, a- uh, apparently. Now, we don't know, but data miners have found that there's apparently Attack on Titan shit going to be in the game. We don't know what it is or what, but the rumor is that Levi is just going to be an operator. Of course. Which, good. Give me Levi. I'll, I, they might actually get me to play a Call of Duty game
1: again because... Oh, and you they, to play Levi? They need to attract as many outside fans as they can with this one, man. But uh yeah, so
0: that's a thing. And apparently Terminator might be showing up too, which makes sense. They did that 80s action hero stuff earlier.
1: Yeah. But uh yeah, um what a crossover. That reminds me of uh I saw a image on Facebook recently from Marvel Studios of um the Eternals X Sword Art Online and uh Bitch what <laughs> My comment on this post was just mid cross mid and it got a ton of likes. Um I don't I don't understand the through line on these two things here. No. Well, and that's kind of what I wanted to bring up is like
0: what do you think are some of the best and worst crossovers? Because like, yeah. Well Eternals, granted, I haven't seen it, but the reviews that I've I watched from like the trusted sources I like all say it's yeah, it's pretty mid. Yeah. Um I expected this. I mean the biggest complaint is that they apparently have too many fucking characters. Yeah. And it's like, damn, we had that with the Avengers video game. You really going to do it with a fucking movie now? Yep. Like, Guardians is great because that's what James Gunn excels at is a ragtag. And look what he did with Suicide Squad. Oh, my the God. One, the
1: ones who aren't important die. Yeah. And it's, like, good. And then and even the ones that you're attached to just fucking die unceremoniously and you never see it coming. We we start
0: with, like, fucking 17 people and we end with four. Yeah. Like that to me is the best uh, way they did it, and I'm like hell yeah, and like then they then we're, they decided we're gonna do this like, because Eternals c- came off as very like snobbish, which I think was the point because it's it's supposed to be like oh they don't fight Earth's battles or whatever the fuck because mm. they were told not to, yeah, and I'm like I guess but like. I don't know. Everything about
1: Eternals, like, just kind of like, I don't know. That's another part of it to me. It's like, it's hard to root for these people when a couple years ago we were all sitting in a movie theater watching Thanos absolutely just fucking destroy everyone that we love. And these guys with infinite power were just standing there like, no, we cannot intervene. It's pretty hard to make me feel for those characters after they didn't do shit for me. (laughs) Well, it's also another thing, too, is they, they
0: mention apparently by name, like, World War Two and all this other shit. And they're like, we were told not to intervene, so I'm not gonna.
1: So and, and the Eternals e- are directly responsible for the Holocaust.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they could have stopped it, but their Celestial Overlord said, "Don't." Unless, unless it, uh, it, pretty much, unless it involves us, the Celestials, do not involve yourself. And then I'm like, bruh. Thanos involved the Celestials. Yeah. And you still didn't do shit. Like, that was a big plot hole that people are complaining about. Is it like... But Thanos easily could have wiped out Celestials. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet, the Celestials are like, nah, but don't do anything.
1: Yeah, like, we're fine with it. Yeah,
0: like, I... Again... It is what it is. Like, people are... Some people are saying it's, like, the worst MCU movie. And I'm like, ah, Dark World's there. Um, Facts. The first Hulk movie also exists. I didn't like that one at all. Double facts. But, like... I don't think this is the worst one. Like I I think it's just
1: going to be one of those mid-tier, like it's all right. I think in today's standards with these the last couple of years of Marvel movies in this phase, it's probably the worst one, but it's not the worst one of all time by far. Also, you had to you had to follow up Shang-Chi. Yeah, that's true. Shang-Chi was pretty great. Shang-Chi was
0: great. Eternals feels like And I I see this thing being said a lot online um, about, which I guess we'll get to our actual topic in a bit, but um, people are saying, but no, Eternals is different. I'm like, doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. Like different doesn't mean, oh, but it's better quality. Like, yes, it's different, but like, I'll be real with you. I, I know it's a shittier movie, but I, I, I enjoyed Venom, Let There Be Carnage because I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. I knew I was going to get a pretty, pretty shit movie, but that was fun. And that's what I got. Yeah. And so then when we go to uh, Eternals and the presentation says, we're going to try to be serious with these superheroes. And it's like, okay, well then let me sit down and be serious for a bit. And then you start to see the cracks. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if I'm going to watch it in theaters. I don't know yet. I'm waiting for it to hit Disney plus. I think I'll probably be in that boat. I don't know yet. I'm definitely seeing Spider-Man. Oh yeah. I you see that poster they shut off recently. I haven't. It's got Green Goblin in it. Oh. There's electricity, meaning electro, mm-hmm. Doc Ox, uh, arms, and a bunch of sand flowing through as well. All dune? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <we're>, Tim- <laughs> Timothy Shamalamb Ding Dong is showing up as. Uh, He's showing up to fight a- for his girl <laughs> in, in universe. <laughs> He's gonna go, Wait, how are you here? <laughs> 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 you killed me in my dream. <laughs> I'm actually excited for part two of that movie just, just to see, like, what they actually do with it. And then I think I think by the time you finish the book and then part two comes out, you'll be like, oh, no, I, they're doing.
1: I, I already know I'm going to have a vastly better experience with part two just from, you know, what I'm getting from the book right now. But back to the crossover thing. Yeah, sorry. After the Timothy Chalamet crosses over with Spider-Man to fight over Zendaya, um, I think some of the best are, like the weird ones that you don't really expect in video games. Like, um, Project Cross Zone is still one of the craziest things to ever happen to me. And seeing all those characters interact and just have normal conversations in the middle of battle, like... It's the same thing like Smash
0: Brothers, like... And Fortnite, like, Fortnite, like, we were playing Fortnite, I was as Raven, Mm -hmm. uh, Luis was an anime girl character, (laughs) uh... Ben and Mario were just regular Fortnite characters, but Ben was like, I'm, I hate looking at this screen. Everybody like, this is not real. <laughs> and I'm just like, and, and I think one of us was doing the, the Travis Scott emo or no, that got taken out. Spe- uh, we got to talk about that. No, we don't. Travis um, Scott. <laughs> well, okay. So my, my only opinion on this, right? Is that, so Travis Scott was there to perform. Like he's getting sued, right? hmm I feel like I'd sue the venue before I sue Travis. That that's where i'm at with it because like, like on one hand yes he probably should have like stopped the show but at the same time he is being paid to perform and i guarantee you being up on this fucking stage all these bright lights and fire and everything he's probably not seeing as much
1: and i also have seen videos after what he he realizes what's going on he actually goes okay stop stop the show and um you know, the, the staff was just vastly underprepared and not qualified well, for also, what they were there there doing.
0: There was one, like, there was videos of people, like, shouting at the staff saying people are dying and, like, they just kind of brush them off. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd fucking sue the venue before I sued Travis Scott and Drake, apparently, got sued too. For just being there to perform, I a guess. Song, yeah, I guess. he why, wasn't even on stage when that was happening. Also, I don't why think. didn't Roddy Rich get sued? He performed too. Well, apparently because Roddy Rich is giving his money away to the families of the victims who died. So people are like, oh, he's cool. That's...
1: I mean, that's Which, nice I mean, of Roddy yeah, Rich. It's, it's not good. his part. It's not his, like, battle to fight, I don't think. But it's nice that he's, like, taking yeah. that initiative. I'm, I, I
0: def... I'm, I like Roddy Rich. He's doing... He's hes such a chill dude. Yeah. But, uh... No, like, I... Again, I see people saying, like, fuck Travis Scott. I'm like, I really don't think this is his fault. And, and I... And as, mu- as much as this is a shit thing to say, it's also probably not his fault to stop the show just because. Like, as fucking mosh pits happen every fucking concert. Shit happens. Yes, when fucking ambulances come, you probably should say something. But at the same time, he was there to perform. And, like, again, it's not his fault. People went ape shit. Yeah. It is very clearly the one, people in the crowd's fault, but also the venue didn't either have enough safety regulations. Where stuff happens. I am speaking of that, I have a video to show you after this podcast, uh about the, I might have put it Oh no, I put it in someone else's group chat, but it's about like safety regulations after this concert,
1: uh by Long Beach Griffey. So Damn. I think you think you'll find it funny. But yeah. Uh I mean, one more thing on the topic. When you when you make a song called Sicko Mode, you can't have that many people in a closed off area and not expect them to go sicko mode. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean that's fair i bet you played that song that's when
1: people started stomping heads in yeah for <laughs> some dudes just standing on some guy's chest just punching a red puddle after a while <laughs> he's like ah it's late god damn yeah that i Can mean you know, my
0: favorite my I, I this is really fucked up my favorite comment i ever saw was imagine dying and your last thing you hear is it's lit God, I
1: I would go to hell just from the mindset that I was in after that. I, it's fucked up, but I also was dying when I read that comment. Cause I'm like, I mean, it's it seems like a comedy has been played out before us, but it's real and it's fucked up. Yeah, no, like, this is the type of shit I'd see in Family Guy because they make fun
0: of the fact that audiences are crazy. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, shit happens. Yeah. And eight people died and like 300 were injured or whatever the fuck that number was. And I was like, damn, okay, fuck. It's depressing now.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, it's rough.
0: I, I brought down the conversation at most. We were kind of joking about it, and I, and I just went, can you imagine being like the mother of a kid and go, yeah, your
1: son got trampled at a concert. That's a thing. One of the people that died was a ninth grader. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they
0: definitely need to start doing like 18 plus shows like for a lot of these artists 100 case in point like i understand like a lot of people listen to travis scott and all these people i don't think you should like be and maybe it's just because these things say parental advisory stickers on the albums mm-hmm. i feel like it should just be 18 plus for a lot of these especially because of shit like that yeah where i feel like i hope adults are more you know safer at concerts but fuck it i don't know people I got a I got punched in the face in a mosh pit, so I'm like, ah, damn. Shit
1: happens, I guess sometimes, but you don't want it to happen that bad. Yeah, but uh, Travis Scott X Fortnite, that was a good crossover. <laughs> they took away his emote apparently. Really? I, I, I think
0: I think you can't buy it, or you can't buy it anymore. Or they just straight took it out of the game. I don't know yet. Damn. But uh, I wonder if I wonder about anybody who bought the skin. Can they, can they still use the Travis? Oh, yeah, they can. I they think were, you can because playing, I've seen them. We made the joke last night because we got, we got shot by a Travis Scott skin, and we're like, oh, no, he's adding to his body. <laughs> he's
1: going 8-0. <eight> oh. <laughs> he's going sicko mode. <laughs> um, the, the Ariana concert in Fortnite was a great experience. Uh, I loved that one. They've actually got, like, technically three Ariana skins now. Yeah, because they added a new one. Mm -hmm. The Space Girl, like Nuka Girl type looking thing. Yeah. That one is really cool. Um, Epic is just fine with putting anything in their games, I think. Well, apparently Naruto is going to happen. It's (laughs) Yeah, we just have no idea when.
0: They keep pushing it. I'm very excited just to see that because what's going to happen is is you're going to get a trailer and he's going to be like, yeah! And ours is going to pick up a fucking scar and start mowing down people and I'm like, great. Yeah. Uh, like, of all the ones that, that that's the one that's going to freak me out the most because like sure I can handle Batman doing it I can handle Beast Boy and the DC characters I can handle Snake Eyes doing it bro if I see Naruto mowing down fucking pe- a tomato head motherfucker if I was I'm still in high school
1: seeing that image of Naruto holding a gun would make me scared to go to school even more because like there were those Naruto runners in the hallways at Independence I didn't want to live through that
0: that was dude any oh, there was a girl in our class I'm not gonna call her out like my name but she would Naruto run in gym when mm-hmm. we had to run the laps hands behind her back the whole 9 yards and I'm and I'm like okay
1: I like anime <laughs> but hold on we had attack on titan cosplayers that their whole wardrobe was nothing but attack on titan like the jacket they eventually all bought the little leg harnesses and shit of course they did it was so
0: cringe like, I understand wanting to do some cosplay, but when that becomes your personality, like when, like when, when one thing becomes your personality, that kind of sucks. Like I understand getting into things. I get really into things, but then like, but you're a multifaceted person and yeah. you can talk about more than one thing. Like, like, yeah, I probably want to talk a lot about Tokyo War right now, but Hey, guess what? I don't... I understand. I fully am cognitive to know that... Yeah, BJ probably would just smack the shit at me and be like, shut the fuck up <laughs> if I kept going. So I'm like, hey, let's keep going with different topics. It's with everything. Because like, yeah, when I get really into something, I get really into it. And I want to talk only about that thing. But then I go, yeah, but no one else wants to. Yeah. So for now, let's just steer conversation this way. I feel like there's a lot of people who don't get that. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like, that's all they know.
1: Like... It comes down to just being socially aware I think Because you can get into something like that And you can be the only one in your group That's been exposed to it at all So
0: Speaking of good crossovers I get a good sleep last night I finished the podcast edit last night Um Fucking Soul Calibur with the Star Wars characters
1: Dude every Soul Calibur crossover just hits Link was in one of them. We had Geralt. Geralt. 2B, same 2B. game. It's canon. I guarantee you Geralt's fucked to be. Oh, 100%. No doubt. He uh, was like, hey, baby, come join me in this bath. And she was like, I will literally electrocute you.
0: <laughs> literally, he's like, even better.
1: <laughs> Geralt, Geralt could survive it. Probably, yeah.
0: You just you just take a potion and be fine. <laughs> no, that I always, I always love stuff like that where it's like... Uh, crossovers that like none like crossovers that make sense are always good ones like um I can't even think of one because the learned is cool. Well like I know they haven't done it but I would love to see like a Devil May cry resident evil crossover.
1: Yeah, that would be like, great.
0: actually have like Dante meet Chris in them and then they're like, Oh it's not just zombies we gotta worry about but demons and Dante's like eh,
1: normal day. Here's a really recent one that nobody remembers but uh Starlink and Star Fox. Oh yeah, well, see that one—that one made sense on the Switch because that was pretty much what the game was. And so you go, hey, for the Switch version, let's just put Star Fox in there. And they were like interjected into the cutscenes and everything. Like it yeah. meshed so well. I, yeah,
0: no, good, good crossovers make the most sense. Like, and then you have ones like Marvel vs. Capcom, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, if you want to see Wolverine fight Virgil, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, got we got you. That that's always been cool to me. Um, and yeah, like the little things. You know, here and there, um, Jump Force, obviously, big crossover. I, I do
1: like the... Aesthetic? The roster and the aesthetic of Jump Force, but I still hold to this day that J-Stars is a better... Oh, J-Stars is a way better game. Yeah, but... Way um, better. Even the fact that they had, like, Jonathan and Joseph instead of, like, Jotaro and Dio. Like, I feel like Joseph gets the least love out of all the JoJo's, and they... They took so much care and his like clacker moves and everything in that game. And it really like, it was like a love letter to the fans in that one. I'm gonna be real. I just don't want to see fucking
0: Jotaro in any
1: fucking game ever again. He's a fucking piece of shit and I hate him. <laughs> it just doesn't work when you put Jotaro in a crossover game because that part of the anime specifically is so stylized that he you know, stands you... out like a sore fucking thumb. Exactly. And in like Joseph and Jonathan just fight with their fists mm-hmm. and that works.
0: I'm gonna be real and this may may sound like crazy I prefer and over Stans I completely agree Okay cool because like look Part 4 of Jojo and Part 5 are fucking great But I had to sit through the entirety of Stardust Crusaders and I was so sick of that shit By the end like yes the Dio fight was cool Mm -hmm. fuck That entire section of of Jojo It did not need to be that long
1: The one episode in Part 3 where It focuses on Joseph trying to get Rid of that like curse or whatever and he actually uses Homone for like a minute. That was like, yeah, yeah <laughs> they did it. I, I
0: was like, Homo we, it,
1: we've got it. I think JoJo would be so much better in general if they would use the two in conjunction of each other. Well, apparently they can't because well, jo- Joseph? Yeah,
0: Joseph mm-hmm. is the last Homone user, apparently. Fucking teach somebody else how to do it, you old dick. He's, well, no, he's not dead now. Is he? I don't know. I,
1: yeah, I, probably. I'm sure he is now. Well,
0: hey, JoJo. We got Josuke and his goofy pals. Uh, I love part four. I'm, I'm very excited to watch that one. Part four is Diamond is Unbreakable. It's so fucking funny. I'm going to skip to the end of part three. And then I just, I just skipped. I literally went, what's the filler in Jojo 3? And, then, and I was like, cool, skip all that shit and just watch <laughs> the important shit. Which is pretty much watch the Dio fight and you're good. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ, part three also has so many fake outs. Where I'm like, oh, no, they died. No, they didn't oh no this person no they didn't I'm like I fucking it was stupid the first time you did it yeah and it's stupid the fucking fifth part five is great because it's just like it's kind of it. part four I think is what found the voice and part five found the style yeah um, and I'm very excited for the next one which is uh, Jolene's one although yes. that's no that's Stone Ocean right yeah, that's the one they're doing. Yeah, Steel Ball Run is apparently really good too. The the part seven.
1: I've I've heard that that's like the underdog favorite. Well, because it's, all of it's them.
0: a prequel or kind of or like a it's a like a prequel thing
1: type of thing.
0: Yeah, which I'm all for because like that gives it gives you more uh
1: more freedom to do what you want to do.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited because part five is coming out a manga right now, mm-hmm. at least in the U.S. for us. Um, but yeah, no JoJo just fucking weird, but like it's it's the fun weird here's a crossover I want to see
1: Dolly Parton should be in that anime
0: Oh, well, Dolly Parton was being be Baki cause that's the fucking weird one but like it would just have Parton her sing would... Jolene honestly yeah yeah actually no yeah let's do it bro that was such a missed opportunity to not call someone Stan Dolly Parton yeah for real cause there's a stand called Green Day <laughs> and I'm like alright fuck
1: it why not but the stands are fucking stupid. I hate them so much. The only one that I like is Magician's Red because he's just a fucking bird but ripped. <laughs> yeah. Just fucking swole bird. And that's how I see Joey in my mind's eye. He's <laughs> a fucking ripped bird. Yeah. Yeah,
0: after the fucking Walmart discussion, now anytime I go to Walmart, I look up and go, Joey's an idiot. <laughs> no, um... God, fucking... That'd be a... I, dude, that'd be a crossover. Baki and JoJo. Yeah. See which one can outweird the other one. That would be really fever dreamy to watch. There's been actually some, like... And this is, like, less of, like, crossovers, like, the Attack on Titan Call of Duty one, but, like, JoJo has a lot of crossovers with just pop culture shit. Like, you can go, uh... They did, like, a full, like, clothe, clothing line of, mm-hmm. like, really fancy shit uh, for JoJo. They've done it
1: with Gucci. I think they did one with Louis. Um... They did one with Vans with some awesome looking shoes. Vans has a lot of collabs with yeah. stuff like that. Like yeah. they they came out with some based on The Shining recently. I'm hoping to God someone buys me those for Christmas because they look so cool. Uh, the the I mean we
0: talked about the Gundam ones with Matt yeah. for Nike. Like I'm all for
1: that Lightning kind of shit being a model for whoever that was.
0: Yeah. I uh, I fucking love crossovers like that where it's like very like what was the um, fucking uh Triss was in Playboy in Poland really yeah because of Witcher 2 and how popular that like how big it got at the time they put Triss in Playboy in Poland interesting and I was like what the fuck I would like to um, find that issue of Playboy <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, another another thing too is I was like what what magazine had it in or yeah what uh it was like Sports Illustrated had a Final Fantasy Spirits Within girl cuz people were like freaking out over how real he's looking. Oh, we we don't need actors anymore. We just
1: need computer generated. Right, you know. the uh, cuz they tried to license that girl out as yeah. a digital actor or whatever. Yeah, and it didn't work. Um but like
0: that kind of shit was so funny cuz it was like here's a crossover you just didn't expect to see,
1: but here, I guess. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, one of those that comes to mind is having Hatsune Miku be a DLC character in uh, Persona 4 Dancing. That was great, though. That was a great. I like that. Yeah. Well, because it also worked that they also just did Persona,
0: like the the Project Diva shit with her, too. So it was like, hey, this works. And it was cool that they like redesigned her to be more Persona esque yeah. for that, too. Oh, no, yeah. They, crossovers like that are always good. Jap- Japan has a lot of those mm-hmm. where it's like, here's a crossover with this thing and this. Um, Mario Pikachu is one of my favorite Pokemon
1: cards. The fucking uh, Kiryu and uh, Super Monkey Ball, Kiryu and Hello Kitty in the same game, <laughs> fucking wild.
0: Um, I just I love that kind of shit. I love goofy, you know, fun crossovers, and they're like crossovers that wouldn't make sense. Like to this day, I still want to see like a game with Master Chief, Doom Guy, and Samus. Yeah,
1: just because it'd be uh, fucking fun. Uh, Fortnite possibly will be that game. They uh, they had that image last year that they circled around internally at Epic of Master Chief, um, Kratos, and Samus all on like a Fortnite banner, and we have the other two. But um, there have been some data mines in Fortnite recently where it's a uh, like a placeholder thing for Armored Bounty Hunter. So maybe Samus is coming. Hopefully.
0: It definitely will be a Nintendo-only one you have to buy from the Switch version. A
1: hundred percent. But put that fucking
0: dread suit in there, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. God, I fucking love the dread suit. It's so good. I remember when I saw it at first, I was like, oh, man, I kind of want the OG suit. And then I played the game and went, oh, fuck, no, this is better. When you see it in motion, it's just so sick. Oh, it's, well, just... But I, Anytime I talk about Metroid right now, I fucking get pissed because that stupid Kotako article that's like, she needs to, she can't be uh emotionless. And it's like she's not emotionless. she's stoic. You dipshit. Yeah, she's not a robot. Quit it's like fucking... it's like telling a woman to smile more. <laughs> well, like I, this is my favorite thing is like, no one sit there, no one says, I don't like that Master Chief and Doomguy are, are these you know cuz they call them stoic when mm. a girl does it it's emotionless and i'm like no you're
1: just a fucking sexist yeah you just don't wanna be called a sexist you don't think you are i think samus is way more badass than master chief at least maybe oh, yeah. not doom guy levels but well, she's doom, getting there okay doom guy also just killed hell so he, he gets a bit
0: of a bump there but no i fucking love samus i also love what was it believe back in the day when people beat metro they're like "wait she's a girl" she's a girl and I already beat the game. Now I can't not play it. <laughs> well, also every every like teenage boy was like, pixelated
1: boobs. Sweet. Okay, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just imagining that kid from the Zelda rap commercial <laughs> saying that shit. I'm a ama- No, I'm imagining.
0: Have you? Well, no. I thought of that really shit like kind of commercial where it's like the tennis ball up against the wall. <laughs> what? Oh, have you not seen that? No. I'm going to show you that after this, but it reminded me of that cuz it's fucking hilarious <laughs> ending to that commercial. But uh no, I dude I was saying like the <laughs> like that voice. Mm-hmm. Fucking Star Lord at the beginning of Guardians, they 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 show you him as a kid first. He's got the mullet rocking, he's got the the, the cut off vest, wearing blue jeans. He's got a fucking Atari sitting in his room somewhere. Nice. This motherfucker is just like peak old school like rocker boy, and like it made reminded me of like yeah, I remember when nerds used to be like you hey, can't talk like this and had the glasses and the pocket protectors. I
1: uh, I saw a post recently that was like someone writing out a funny little meme about uh, Infinity War where Peter Parker meets Peter Quill and he introduces himself and Peter says wait Peter Quill and then he has a flashback to a BuzzFeed Unsolved that he watched about Peter's disappearance. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, that actually be the coolest shit. It's like Peter Parker goes, wait a minute, and right? like
0: afterward he like says hey did you live in like kansas or wherever yeah i still love that line it's like i'm 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 from missouri that's earth dumbass <laughs> <laughs> This shit had me dying in the theater i don't do that delivery from Robert dotty jr just legitimate annoyance yeah oh it was so good i love that that's how you get that's how you get tony stark to be the straight man is <laughs> put him with idiots yeah I'm like, oh, that's, oh, that's Peter unpytacles. Hey, don't say that around
1: us. We don't even know what that means. It's <laughs> like, God, you guys are fucking
0: morons. <laughs> so good.
1: Yeah, they they definitely knew what they were doing with that. The uh,
0: team ups made the most sense.
1: Yeah, for and sure. So I was,
0: oh man, Infinity War's great. There's a crossover. I that's I, I love that we've gotten to that point because like, Aven, when Avengers first happened, I
1: remember seeing it everywhere. Yeah, it like, was like, "This is the biggest deal that there's ever been
0: in a movie." Well, yeah, because like, no, but not we haven't had that moment before.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: like, even then, we haven't seen Superman and, and Batman in a movie together either. Yeah, so it was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna see all these characters who they've established put them in movies." And I'm like, "That's good."
1: Hubie Halloween, that's definitely Infinity War level. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Halloween. Do you ever watch that uh, a really shitty
1: CGI movie of Are you about to call scary godmother shitty because I'm gonna punch you in the face?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not calling it shitty, but like <laughs> I saw a scene I saw a scene of it on, on YouTube and I went, oh god, the animation.
1: The dance scene is like horrifying. <laughs> but like
0: some of the animations, like anytime they zoom in on someone's face, the fucking face contorts. Yeah, and I,
1: I remember watching that on Cartoon Network
0: all the fucking time.
1: I used to out. watch that every year, and they have DVDs on Amazon, and I mean to buy one every Ooh, year, and I just don't. I might have to, dog. The nostalgia hits.
0: Bro, speaking of CGI, I, I've i been seeing clips on VeggieTales on YouTube. That shit's hilarious. Yeah. Bro, there's some funny shit. The bad CGI worked very well for their humor. Well, and it, it doesn't even... like it it's bad cgi but like i'm watching going this doesn't look that bad like mm-hmm. compared to some shit like reboot and some other cgi shows which of reboot was like first but veggie tales i'm like watching going oh, this doesn't it's not that bad honestly but i still love my favorite joke still to this day is is who are you i'm from the irs we've come to <laughs> slam the door <laughs> i'm like yep So <laughs> relevant today yeah oh <laughs> uh, no i did you tell us some smart jokes which i think they were definitely there for the adults watching this with the kids right but like they were never like super sexual or anything it was just like legit clever like humor that i'm like oh that's hilarious oh and you don't see a lot of that anymore there well there was one sexual kind of sexual one where uh it was when larry's dancing with his little stuffed manatee mm-hmm. and bob breaks like breasts down the door it's like uh what are you doing nothing <laughs> I, uh, what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just like yep I yeah you never I kind of miss that cause like that's why I love Spongebob yeah early like, Spongebob early Spongebob has some fucking clever jokes that like you only get as you get older mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm gonna watch Spongebob when I'm like a legit adult paying taxes and like my own mortgage and shit and watch spongebob and go oh fuck that makes more sense now yeah like it's so like early spongebob is
1: timeless as shit becoming an adult is realizing that squidward is like your favorite character (laughs) well because squidward is the most relatable yeah anytime like anytime he does something
0: you're like yep nope i agree (laughs) (laughs) but uh oh that'd be a good one spongebob and fortnite that would be horrifying would be imagine to see a giant cube running at you with Sponge an AR? Spongebob <laughs> default dancing at you. Christ. I have that default dance still because it's hilarious to do. Because like nobody likes the default dance. And so when you do it after you kill someone, it makes them more pissed. A hundred percent. All right. Well, we got off topic like we usually do, but hey, it is what it is. I'm going to here let me see here if there's any more news some like breaking news on the pod um let's see oh shit uh looks like digital foundry's youtube channel got deleted oh okay that kind of sucks yeah (laughs) i wonder why i don't know hey uh the McRib is back thanks for the ad hell yeah brother um oh my gosh Yes. Oh, no. I'm upset. What? New concept arts from WB Montreal's Project Sabbath. The canceled Batman game that starred Damian Wayne. Oh, Now I'm fucking sad. <laughs> God dang it. Look at the Two-Face thing they had. Dude, that's awesome. God dang it now. I wish that was a thing.
1: And it never will be. <laughs> Just like Gotham by Gaslight. <laughs>
0: All right, let's see here. Uh, this I don't know what this is, but apparently uh, EA is bringing back a game series that fans loved back in the day. Who knows what the fuck that means?
1: I who knows anymore. Yeah, they don't seem to know what people like and don't like.
0: I mean, they're bringing back Dead Space, and according to like the people who've kind of seen some of the stuff, it seems like they're going hard into the horror aspect. Which, yeah, which good. Um. I'm I'm all for that one, and who knows, maybe maybe they bring back black because then they own that one, that FPS game.
1: Yeah, I think they did. That's yeah. a that's a cult classic, I think.
0: So bring that one back. Um, they teased the new Mass Effect uh, picture. It's got a new like Land Rover thing hmm. in like this massive crater and like a couple people. One is very obviously a red Krogan, so I'm like Rex. But uh, I don't know the other the other crew, but I'm very excited for whatever they do for the next Mass Effect game hell yeah i don't i i don't know what i want though do i want Shepard back or do i want a new character (sighs) because that's the fun thing you you obviously don't have the 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 trilogy to play and like understand Mm -hmm. Shepard, i guess but like i don't know because like new character
1: be sick but at the same time like i don't know man (laughs) yeah it's a it's a hard question to ask i think it all is going to depend on where that story goes I am I'm excited
0: for it though less excited for Dragon Age 4 but we'll see how that shit show turns out right but anyway anything else you want to bring up today hurry uh no I think I've squirted it all out so that's always healthy well ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening this week uh a bit of a I guess a slower one but like you know we're after the bombastic episode we had last week yeah we're not gonna follow up doing like that so um but we'll we'll hopefully we'll watch another movie with Matt and get Tyler in on there at some point. That'll probably be the movie podcast, you know, crew from this point forward. Who knows? Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe we're definitely gonna, I want to rewatch Sonic the Hedgehog kind of like to prepare for two. I agree. And, uh, get everybody there, get roaring drunk and watch a blue hedgehog fucking floss (laughs) on screen. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, Whatever our sayings are at this point, I think we have like three of them. Yeah. Uh, we'll, We'll figure them out at some point. But yeah, as always. Take it sleazy.